You're listening to Not To Self Diaries, the podcast for millennial Christians. The goal of this podcast is to remind you of who you are, whose you are, and what God can do in your life. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. And we were talking about marriage and babies and how, you know, we as women, there is this pressure on us to have children at a certain time. And if you don't, people look at you funny. And not only that, but if you express not wanting to have children, then people are ready to burn you at the stake, which I still don't understand. And all sorts of different things. We talked about how challenging it is to raise a child. I personally wouldn't know, but you know, she was sharing her experiences because she is a mother and that sort of thing. And I was saying to her that ever since I was a little girl, for as long as I've known myself, I've never been the type of person to sit down and daydream about, you know, the white picket fence, the kids running around and stuff like that. Mind you, I do want to get married. I do want to have a family one day, but it was never at the top of my list as it is for some people. And in no way am I bashing anyone. In no way am I trying to make anyone feel bad. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere with this, right? So I expressed to her that for as long as I can remember, I've always been more uh, career-driven, career-oriented. I always wanted to do what I love for a living. That's it. I've always loved radio. I've always loved media, even before I fully understood it. And so ever since I was a little girl, I just wanted to have my own radio talk show and I would fantasize about it. And that is what I would think about growing up, even to this day. And so I've never been the type of person to sit down and go through um, bridal magazines and fantasize about, you know, how I would look with a stomach and that sort of thing. At various points throughout the conversation, she would say, yeah, I completely understand that, you know, you shouldn't let people pressure you into having a child or pressure you into doing what you're not ready to do and stuff like that. And a few minutes would pass and then she would say, but I think you're ready, meaning she thinks I'm ready to have a child. And the first time it was said, I just you know, laughed it off thinking, you know, she's just being comical because... People say things lightheartedly. Not everything is to be taken a kind of how. And, you know, we would continue talking. And then she would end by saying, I think you're ready. And we'll continue talking some more. And she'll end again by saying, I think you're ready. And I'm like, why does she keep saying that? I have expressed multiple times in different ways um, through our conversation that I am happy with where I am now. I like the freedom that I have. I like not having certain responsibilities at the moment. And I'm just enjoying this season of my life. And I'm trying to be very careful with my words so as to not offend anyone. But no matter how many times I said that, no matter how many times I tried to kind of curb, you know, what she was saying when I realized that it would be said ever so often throughout the conversation, that would not stop her. That got me to thinking, which led to today's session of Note to Self Diaries. I want to say that it is okay 
to not want what people want for you. It's okay to not want what other people want. As you've heard me say before, as our faces differ, so does everything else. So do our interests, our goals, our ambitions, the picture that we have for what our life should look like. As our faces differ, all of that differs. And so that got me to really dive a bit deeper into the fact that there are people who look at us and they have a whole timeline as to how our lives should go according to them. You know, they would look at you and say, you know, by this age, you should have this. By that age, you should accomplish that. And you had no conversation with this person or with these people. You did not sit down with them and have a heart-to-heart about all the things you want to accomplish when, but they somehow, without your permission, came up with a timeline as to when you should have what and you should be happy with what they think you should have. And I have a serious problem with that. I have a very serious problem with that. Not in a, I want to fight somebody kind of way, although it can get to that depending on if the person is pushy. But what I'm trying to say is, There are people out there who legit get offended when you voice not wanting what they suggest you should want. For example, I remember when I was in college and we were having a conversation in class. I don't remember what started the conversation, but what I distinctly remember was expressing out loud that I don't want children. That was me at the time. You know, I was a bit younger then. And you would not believe majority of the females in that class turned on me, started telling me, oh, you're a woman, you're supposed to have kids. God says to be fruitful and multiply and da 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 da. And they went in on me for saying that I don't want children. And I sat there like, are they for real? Like, are we seriously going to go down this road? Are we seriously going to have this conversation? First of all, I don't think people should be womb police. Meaning, it is not your business, it is not your job, you're not being paid to tell someone when they should and shouldn't have children or the fact that you're disgusted by their decision not to have children. You don't know what's in people's minds and even if you could, it's none of your business, right? So I said to them, if I were to have a child, are you going to help me babysit? Are you going to help me pay for pampers? You know, are you going to help me come and put together the crib? Are you going to wake up with me at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning to breastfeed or to put the child back to sleep? Are you going to be there? No, you will not. So shut up. I was a little bit more rude back then, you know, was very ready to let off words. Say a prayer for me. God is working on me. But it, <laughs> I just find it so amusing that people get offended Like some people legitimately get upset with you for not wanting what they say you should want. What I'm realizing and what that conversation taught me, and and, and don't get me wrong, by no means was I upset with my friend. We're still good. I didn't take anything that she said personal, but her repeating the same thing over and over at certain points of the conversation just made me realize that one of the bravest things we will ever do is stand by our choices and not only stand by our choices but sit in the uncomfortableness that will come when we disappoint people for not wanting what they say we should want 
That is one of the bravest things you will ever do, to stand by your choices and to not let people's disappointment, uncomfortableness, not let any of that phase you, bother you, or cause you to change your mind because you so want to please people. That takes practice. Sometimes you're going to want to scream at people. Sometimes you're going to want to say to them, mind your business. Thank you very much. And that's the clean version of what I really wanted to say, if you get where I'm going. Sometimes you're going to want to look on people and be like, why are you so consumed by the fact that I don't want this particular type of car? Why are you so consumed by the fact that I don't want to take this career path? Why are you so consumed by the fact that I don't want to date this particular type of person? You know, it amazes me. And I remember having a conversation with my dad about this. It amazes me that people get so caught up in what we should and shouldn't have and why we don't want the things we want that they don't focus on their own lives and their own business so again today's session is a reminder that it's okay to not want what people think you should want it's like the person who decides that they're going to change their career path. They would have spent years in a particular field or they would have already dedicated a few years to studying a particular thing. And then one day they realize, hmm, this doesn't satisfy me the way that I thought it did. This does not feed my soul the way this other area is doing at the moment. I'm going to make a switch. You have people that would throw their hands up in the air, start cussing, fretting, ready to fight the person because they made a choice about what they want to do for their life. It reminds me of another um, conversation I had with another friend of mine who for a while really wanted to work with a particular person in her field. Ever so often when we would talk and catch up with each other, she would say, you know what, Alicia, I would really love to work for so-and-so. I think I would do really great for them and stuff like that. And I would always encourage her that, you know, you're going to get that opportunity one day. Just keep hoping. So said, so happened. She ended up working for the person, loved it for the time in which she did. And then one day she said to me, I don't like it anymore. And I said, that's okay. That is okay. You wanted to do it. You got your feet wet. You immersed yourself in it. You enjoyed it for the time period in which you were able to do it. And it's okay to move on. I'm not going to judge you for that. Other people might have said something different to her, but it's not my place to tell her, oh, but you've been wanting this for so long. How dare you not want it anymore? And I think that is one of the things that causes us to stay where we are and not move forward. We're afraid of what people are going to say. Been there done that still there sometimes don't get me wrong but don't you want to be happy don't you want to be satisfied with your choices don't you want for at least one time in your life to do something for you sometimes we can't put into words why we want what we want we just want it and that's okay when people don't understand, when people question it, when people take it as far as not wanting to talk to us because we made a certain choice or made a certain turn, we decided to pivot in a certain direction, we're going to have to sit with that uncomfortableness and remind ourselves that I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this for them. I'm doing this for me. I know when I put my head to sleep, not sleep. I know when I lay my head down at night, I'm good. I'm satisfied. I would have made the decision to do this because it's what I want to do.
I love architecture. I love interior design, not to the point where I can build someone's house or design someone's house or, you know, um, decorate someone's space. I could do it for myself. You know, I could do a little bit of a floor plan for me. I can decorate my space for me, but I don't think I have it in me to do it for other people. I love a beautiful space and I love homes right but i don't like big homes i don't like mansions i don't see myself wanting to live in a mansion one day and so the other day i was thinking about what i would like my first home to look like and i'm thinking you know it could be a nice two bedroom you know my room and a guest room and of course a home office where i can have my podcast studio you know one of my happy places and of course a beautiful kitchen living room da 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 and then the thought came to me, and I believe this was the devil himself. The thought came to me, why do you only want a two-bedroom house? Why not have a three, four-bedroom house? What about family and this and that? And I went down a rabbit hole so quickly. What started as, you know, a happy thought about the future quickly turned into something that I was not anticipating. And I said to myself, wait, 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 wait. Why am I debating with myself about the type of house I want to live in? I'm not pursuing this for somebody else, you know, I'm not pursuing this with the thought that, okay, I'm going to house 10, 15 people under my roof. No, this is for me. And that experience by myself made me realize we have people so ingrained in us. And when I say we have people ingrained in us, I mean, we have people's opinions so ingrained in us that even when we're by ourselves, you know, even when we have our private thoughts, we're still thinking about what are people going to say? I thought to myself, I want two bedrooms. I want what I can maintain. I'm not going to go out of my way to, to get a monstrosity of a house knowing that I'm going to have 15 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms to clean. I'm not about that life. That is not my ministry. And I had to say to myself, this is what you want. Other people might look at you and say, oh, why don't you have more rooms? Or why don't you have this? And why don't you have that? I was legit having a back and forth debate in my mind about something that I wanted. How many times have you had that experience where you thought about something that you want, you're desiring something, but as soon as that positive thought comes, bam, you're hit with what are people going to say? Or if you share your thoughts, your ideas, your your dreams with someone, they start to question it. And so they, they inject their own doubts and fears and insecurities into your desires. And before you know it, you either don't want the thing anymore or you alter it so much that you don't recognize it for what it was in the beginning, which was something that you wanted, something that you created in your mind's eye. You are the master of your life, as cliche as it sounds, but it's true. People are always going to be by your side when you're doing you. And so you have to get comfortable with disappointing them. You have to get comfortable with standing alone. We all know the saying, birds of a feather flock together. But the second half of that saying is, but eagle stands alone. So the full quote is, birds of a feather flock together, but an eagle stands alone. You have to develop the bravery, the courage to stand on your own, to stand in your choice, to stand in your decision and not let the opinion on the left and the opinion on the right have tug of war with you and cause you to change your mind. That is going to take practice.
even if what you're doing, what you're pursuing or what you want doesn't look like what the majority of people are going after, that's okay. Even if people choose not to communicate with you anymore because they can't believe you made such a decision, that's okay. As long as you're not harming anyone, as long as you're not grieving the Holy Spirit and, or disrespecting God in any way, do you. One of the things that my pastor says to us ever so often, <clears throat> and I've grown to fall in love with it, is after God is you. After pleasing God, doing what you know is right in his eyes, you're in control. God is not going to come down from heaven and tell you, pick the color blue for your car when you know you want white. No, that's why he gave us free will. There is joy in exercising your, your free will to choose the things that you want to choose. So if you want a black car, get a black car. If you want to switch from medicine to gardening, switch from medicine to gardening. What is more important, your satisfaction, your happiness, your joy, your fulfillment, or doing what pleases others? Do you know how miserable of a life it is doing what people want us to do? There's going to come a point when you will break, you will snap, and you will be filled with so much resentment and hatred towards people and yourself because you're going to realize that, my gosh, I've spent X amount of years doing what people wanted me to do, and I have not been happy. And now I feel like it's too late. Mind you, it's never too late to start over. It's never too late to pivot and go in a different direction. You just have to make a choice to stand alone, to walk alone, if it comes to that. So whether you want a two-bedroom house as opposed to a five-bedroom house, whether you're the woman or the guy who is who loves children but you know, you're good with that. You don't want them for yourself. Whether you're in a career path that you spent 5, 10, 15 years cultivating and now you want to change, it is all okay. Well, a quote that I came up with for myself was or is, define what makes you happy and pursue it. You have to define what makes you happy. Other people will try. Other people will have their opinions. Other people will have a whole blueprint of how they think your life should be. But if it's not what you want it to be, it's okay to not follow that path. And we see this a lot when it comes to parents and kids. You know, parents want us to study medicine and law because those are the glamorous careers. But if you dare say you want to do art or anything in the creative industry, they're like, huh, come again. So you want to go to school to study how to use a paintbrush? as opposed to studying how to defend someone in a court of law or how to save someone's life in an OR, this is what you're going to do? Depending on the relationship you have with your parents, it may be hard to say to them, yes, this is what I want to do. I remember years ago saying to my mom, I want to study psychology. I've always been fascinated with how the human mind works. More so, I am fascinated with the dynamics of relationships, like what causes attraction, what causes people to be good today and, and end up not talking to each other the next day. So I more so wanted to focus on relationship psychology, that sort of thing. And my mom looked at me and told me, come again? You want to do what? How are you going to make money from that? And, you know, a whole host of other negative things. But I was talking to her today, and that came up, and she confessed that, 
she did say some harsh things to turn me off from that field because she didn't know how I would have made a living from it. But fast forward to 2020 and even before now, we realized that there's a need for people to understand the importance of mental health. There's a need for people to understand how to cope with situations. There's a need for people to be seen and heard and not feel like they're so out of place in this world. And so, in short, my mommy ended up apologizing to me for not being more supportive of my choice. And uh, that led to me studying journalism, <laughs> right? If I tell you the story as to why I really went to study journalism, you'd laugh. Maybe one day I'll share, I'll, sh- I'll share the full story, but I'll give you a hint. I, I studied journalism out of spite because I wanted to prove a point. But as I tell people, I didn't choose journalism. Journalism chose me. But I say all of that to say, had I been more confident in myself, had I understood more that I'm living my life for me, and even though my mom may have been disappointed, eventually she would come around, and even if she didn't, as long as I am happy, that's what's important. I, I, I probably would have pursued psychology instead of journalism, but I do believe all things work together for the good, because I do love media. I mean, I'm talking to you now via podcast. Hello. It's fun for me. And so, In pursuing what you want to pursue, in making the changes that you want to change in your life, you're going to risk hurting some feelings. You're going to risk being talked about. You're going to risk being ridiculed, judged, and a whole host of things. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm not saying this to scare you or turn you off in any way. I'm just telling you, brace yourself. But do what you want to do anyway. Because at the end of the day, When you go to lie down at night and sleep, you should go to bed feeling good knowing that when you get up the next morning, you're going back to do the thing that you love. So, it is okay to not want it. It being what other people think you should have. It is okay to not follow someone else's blueprint for your life. It is okay to... Create your own path. Cliche, I know, but it is still true. It is okay to define what makes you happy and pursue it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another session of Notice Self Diaries. I hope you found this session today inspiring, encouraging. I hope it provoked you just a little bit. For more daily doses of motivation, be sure to follow NTSD on Instagram at Notice Self Diaries. And be sure to like us on Facebook as well. Just search Notice Self Diaries in the Facebook search bar. Until our next session, guys, take care. <laughs>